Hey there, this is your spiritual alignment coach and mentor, Courtney Browning. Welcome to another episode of Unhindered Woman. Are you ready for some hashtag real talk that will inspire and serve you, my performance-driven Christian sisters? A conversation that will deepen and personalize your relationship with God by revising the routine scripts you've been taught about Christianity. This is not to be a replacement for professional counseling and or legal advice. Hey, sis, grab your hot beverage of choice along with your journal and pen, and let's get into it. Lately, I um, have been concerned, concerned about um, leaders, Christian leaders, Um, and yet, to be honest with you, leaders in general, and um, this is going to be... uh, As much as I would love for it to be a one episode, one and done, and move on to the next thing, I can tell um, that God is leading me in such a way to um, not be so quick to want to be a one and done. And um, I, I am grasping why, even as I talk right now, because as a leader, when you realize that your number one, um, characteristic is that you have followers and that you have been given this amazing gift of being a person that can influence those who follow you and you can uh, thereby have an impact on let's just say something so simple as a business you can have an impact on the business and cause it to flourish or cause it to fall um, let's take it personal. You can cause those that are in your home to flourish or you can cause them to be stifled. Leadership is uh, quite powerful and we get to choose as leaders what route will we take. With that in mind, <laughs> there's uh, there's something about influence and impact as a leader that um, I I've been saddened to see, and that is that uh, many have not realized that a great leader is one who recognizes that the first person that they are to lead is themselves. And it's really been a a petition of my heart lately, um, a point of prayer for me lately, And um, I was reminded a couple of weeks ago, um, we had one of uh, the elders in our church minister a message on prayer, and I was reminded of how important it is to pray for those who are in positions of authority, those who are leaders. And um, I want to read the scripture to you where God actually says it is actually very pleasing and good to him that we are praying for those that are in uh, positions of authority. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, it's First Timothy 2, and I'm going to start with verse 1. And I think I'm going to end at verse eh, 4, I think. Um, here it is. First of all, then I admonish and urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all men. For kings and all who are in positions of authority or high responsibility, that outwardly we may pass a quiet and undisturbed life 
and inwardly a peaceable one in all godliness and reverence and seriousness in every way. For such praying is good and right, and it is pleasing and acceptable to God our Savior, who wishes all men to be saved and increasingly to perceive and recognize and discern and know precisely and correctly the divine truth. For there is one God, only one God, and only one mediator between God and men, the man, Jesus Christ. I actually went to verse five. How could I miss verse five? I mean, that's the most important thing of our lives, right? Uh, to recognize that there's only one God and there's only one mediator and that's Jesus Christ. So any other gods, any other pathways to God, um, you insert what that is. I'm not going to do that because I, I only have one path and that's Jesus Christ. And as leaders, this is the most pivotal aspect of our lives. You can recognize a great leader and recognize the culture of a leader by recognizing what rooms do they sit in to be influenced? What rooms do they sit in to be poured into so that they can go out and pour out to others? Mm, that's good right there. You can tell the stock of a leader by those that they are mentored by, led by. Like that's so important for us to not do a little deeper dive into someone that we're going to allow to pour into our lives to give us what we need so that we can go out and lead others. If we're not willing to do that, we actually are positioning ourselves to be susceptible to leading that is not even what God has for our lives. That's why it's so important to recognize that as leaders, we lead ourselves first. So with that in mind, what I'd like to do is um, talk about the voice of God. <laughs> it seems like, uh, I have to be honest with you this morning as I was, okay, God, what is it that you have on your heart? And I, I was wrestling um, all night and I just kept hearing about the voice of God and distractions. And, and so I'm thinking, okay, this is a one and done, right? Like I just started out and God's like, no, it's not a one and done because you're going to come through a different route than what you expect. And so here we go. I'm going to go to Proverbs 3. Remembering that good leaders lead themselves first, right? So Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, or maybe, yeah, 3 through 7. No, let's do 3 through 8. Five, sorry, Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. Listen to this. Lean on. Trust in and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him and he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moistening to your bones. My goodness, I'll be honest with you. I have kind of just leaned in to five and six where I'm just going to lean in and trust in and be confident in God 
and not rely on my own insider understanding because after all, I am the created. He is the creator. (laughs) And so when you recognize that, I mean, what sense does it make for us to lead ourselves without allowing God to lead us, right? Thinking back on what I just said, you can tell the stock of a leader by who they are allowing themselves to be led by. And so if I'm led by God, I've got the greatest stock there is. And there should be evidence of that in my life. Does that mean perfection? Of course not. However, there should be a flow in which I speak, a flow in which I live as far as how do I steward my life? How do I steward all areas of my life? How do I steward relationships? How do I steward finances? How do I steward taking care of my body? How do I steward my emotions? How do I steward every area of my life? Every area of our lives is being impacted by whomever we are opening up ourselves to, to pour into us, to lead us. And so it's so important to recognize that And then here's what God says after saying, okay, don't lean in on yourself because you are the created. I'm the creator. Acknowledge him in all of our ways. Recognize, know, and acknowledge him. And he will direct and make straight and plain our paths. So God wants to direct us. He wants to lead us. He wants to show us where it is potentially that we are taking a route that is not of him. That's what this is saying to us. And so if we are going to, at the next verse says, you know, be not wise in your own eyes. If we're going to be wise in our own eyes, well, what do I mean by that? If we're going to not spend time with God and go make decisions without even spending time with him, being in his word and being silent before him to get that exchange from him, Whether we like to hear this or not, we are being wise in our own eyes because we are not even giving him place to be able to show us what it is that we are to be doing in any area of our lives. And it also means that we are in pride. Pride basically says, I got this. I'll do it. Love you, God. Man, that's that, that it's off kilter, especially when you recognize it in light of the scripture. So then it says, It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moistening to your bones. Hmm. I have to present a thought here that is very sobering for me right now, even as I share this. If I am not experiencing health, could it be that it's because I'm not doing what Proverbs 3, 5 through 7 is telling me to do? Could it be that because I may not be acknowledging God in all of my ways and letting him direct and make straight my path, that it's the very reason why my health has been affected? Could it be that it's, it's the very reason that maybe there's lack of sleep? Could it be that um, there are challenges within my body because I'm simply not casting all my care on him because he cares for me? It's just a question. I know I can answer that for myself, 
but I'm laying it out there for you to consider that thought. Because there's, there's a life in God where there is peace and there is joy and there is this uh, soundness that we can have. And yet here it is. You know what, God? It, it, he's so good in the way of he actually gives you this open book for all the tests and trials of life. Like it's an open book thing, right? Here's your answer if you so choose to find your answer. And so getting back to my heart has just been stirred about leaders, great leaders. And I, I just want to present this question to those of us that God has um, giving us this given us this great privilege to lead others, whether it's, you know, within our home, outside of our home, and, you know, as far as occupation or, or whatever. As a leader, are we leading ourselves? Are we leading ourselves first? And if we're leading ourselves, are we leading ourselves to God first? Are we leaning in, trusting in, and being confident in the Lord with all of our heart and mind and not relying on our own insight or understanding. What areas in our life are we needing a fresh perspective? I don't know if you believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I do. And one of those gifts is prophecy. If by chance you have been given a word of prophecy, God gave that word of prophecy through the prophet of God because he wanted you to come back to him to get the rest of that answer for what he spoke over your life. So if you have been given a prophecy, but you don't see that prophecy fulfilled in your life, could it be that it's because there wasn't this intentional leaning in, trusting in, and being confident in God with all of your heart and mind and not relying on your own insight and understanding and that you actually need to, in all of your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him so that he can direct and make straight your path. That word was given because God wanted you to come to him to get the rest of the answer. Maybe you're not one that um, believes in the gifts of those of the spirit like that. Or maybe you're just unaware of that as a Christian. And uh, what I love about God is that's okay because he meets you right where you are. And so maybe there's a desire that's in your heart and a dream that is in your heart. And you can tell that, um, man, I'm, I'm so stirred about this. And I really believe this is God stirring this up within me. The same applies. <laughs> the same applies. The stirring is there to lead you back to him to get the answers that only he will be able to provide. Jeremiah 33 and 3, um, it just came up right now, so I have to read that because I think um, a lot of us don't realize that there are, there are moments in our lives that God will not allow us to be able to lead our own lives. It's intentional. It's his design. He never wants us to be so in a place where we are independent. He wants us to be interdependent upon him. 
after all. If we are the ones that are leading our lives, then he doesn't get the glory. We get the glory. So here's Jeremiah 33, 3. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things fenced in and hidden, which you do not know, you do not recognize or distinguish, have knowledge of and understand. There are certain aspects of God wanting us to come to him because there are things that are hidden just for us. And the only way we're going to get them is by spending this intentional time with him and just calling on him and and just asking, Lord, how is it that you want this to be fulfilled? Great example. This particular episode of this podcast, I didn't jump on here and just say, here's what I'm going to do. What I did was sat in front of the mic, paused and said, Holy Spirit, cause to arise to my mind what is on God's heart to share today. And I stayed still for a bit. And then I started seeing, you know, just I, I was inspired Instantly, I thought of scripture. Instantly, all these things that I'm not that brilliant, y'all. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I'm not that brilliant to come up with something off the cuff. Yet, I do realize that that is how God leads me, where he doesn't allow me to have this structure and this syllabus. He, he leads me by being still, allowing him to cause to arise in my heart certain things. And then I know, okay, that's the flow. Let's go. And so that is what it is to do Proverbs 3, 5 through 7 and Jeremiah 3, 33 and 3. It is turning our focus towards him before we go and make certain decisions, before we go and lead others. We lead ourselves to him. We allow him to lead us and then we go. It's so pivotal that we have that as leaders. And my heart has been saddened because when you see the fruit of leadership, you can tell whether or not a Christian leader is allowing themselves to be led by God or by their own intuition. And there just comes a a point where the fruit speaks for itself, right? You, can, you can't really argue fruit. So if there is some negative fruit in our lives as leaders, the best thing we could ever do is do an evaluation of ourselves and be honest before God and just say, Lord, ooh-wee, obviously in this particular area, I have been leading me because none of this is producing your kind of fruit in my life. Just being honest. And then just saying, as much, Lord, as I would love to continue to think that I am doing such a great job in leading my life, obviously I'm not. And so, Lord, right here, I need your help. And then determining in my heart and determining in our hearts that we're going to be intentional to bring all those things before him and allow him to show us through his word, show us through um, those that he has given the role of leadership over our lives, letting them speak into our lives. That takes us to the voice of God. (laughs) 
The voice of God, first and foremost, starts with his word. So as a leader, if we are looking and wanting to hear God's voice, he's always going to start us in his word. I have to be honest with you. I don't necessarily like that I'm starting out with this because in my humanness, I'm thinking, I'm talking to leaders, God. So obviously they know this. Obviously, this is a no-brainer, non-negotiable that every Christian leader has. And yet, as I'm saying that, it is not right of me to assume that every Christian leader reads the Bible every day and allows God to speak to their lives because there's a very strong possibility that we do not. For simple reasons. We're busy. We are going here, going there. We have plates spinning so fast and we're just at a breakneck pace that we don't even realize we're not even given place for God's word. It's easy for the word of God and time with God to fall off the radar. And so I would be doing you a disservice. I'd be doing myself a disservice to not even start with the foundation of if we need direction, we will find it in God's word. We will find his voice in his word. The Bible is God breathed. It is him breathing into, into other humans that wrote every single one of those books so that we could know his heart, know his mind, and have wisdom and insight and understanding into the way that we are to go. So the voice of God starts with his word. With that in mind, are we giving his word place? Are we prioritizing being in his word? Or are we doing mm, what I would call the checklist Christianity? We have that great devotional. We read the scripture. We go ahead and read that little bit of a devotional. We say, oh, that's good. That's great. And then we move on. There's an element that's missing in what I just said. Are we doing a self-reflection here? Are we reading the scripture? And whatever the verbiage is behind that devotional, if, it is, if that's the way that we're doing it. And then are we doing a self-assessment here? Are we looking and saying, oh man, actually I'm out of alignment right there. And are we taking that time to conversate with God about that? Because remember, Christianity... God created us to enjoy us and be in relationship with us. And so if that devotional is only leading us to know about God and not know him intimately, then we haven't completely followed through on why that devotional was created in the first place. Every Bible-centric devotional has been given us to us to lead us back to the creator so that we can be in relationship with him, have his perspective, and live from that place. So here's what I'm going to end with on this particular episode about the voice of God. Are we reading that scripture? Well, however that pans out for you, whether it's a devotional or the actual Bible, are we reading it and allowing it 
to go through us? Or are we going through it and not allowing it to get have place to go through us, do a self-inspection, and in that self-inspection, we see where we're out of alignment, we pour that out before God. That could be you journaling. It could be you verbalizing it. However that works for you. And then giving God time to just be able to speak to your heart about that and give you insight. And then you come up from that place and go about your day knowing that he is leading, directing, and guiding you. Because that little bit of time is so pivotal to how the rest of your day can go. So do a self-inspection here. To know the voice of God, it starts with his word. So what have you heard him say through his word? And when you think about what you've heard him say through his word, have you done the litmus test to see if you're out of alignment or in alignment? And have you given him time to speak more to you about it and then gone about your day? If you haven't, it's a quick about face, just like I shared a little bit ago. Man, I'm out of alignment here. Lord, I need your help. I want to be in alignment with you because I want to fulfill what you have created me to do. I want to walk in the fullness of why you put me here at this time. So until next episode, think on that, make the adjustments, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of Unhindered Woman. My hope is that you feel seen, known, and loved by God. This podcast is here to serve and inspire you. To explore more on how to work with me, find out what I'm up to, and where you can find me on social media, head on over to www.courtneybrowning.com. And by the way, there's no you in my first name. I'd love and appreciate it if you give me a quick review in this app that you're listening in through. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Talk with you soon and bye-bye for now.